Hello there. Welcome back. Well, hello. Welcome. Yeah. So you've, you've caught me on the hop slightly, James. I, I, I started. That's good. Started. Well, we've got to start somewhere, yeah. don't we? So, shall we... Yeah. Welcome to, to, <laughs> to, to episode one, season seven of Baker and Wright. Baker and Wright, season seven. Seven seasons. Been going on for some time. The seven seasons of Rye. Queen song. Yeah. So. Yep. Seven Seas of Rye. But Seven Seas of Rye is the Queen. Obviously, yeah. there's no song called The Seven Seasons of Rye. That would be. Oh, okay. Well, amazing, now. You can... Sorry. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I've got us off. I've derailed us immediately. <laughs> Record timing. Uh, anyway, hello. Thank you for joining us if you are joining us. <clears throat> yes. And if you're not, you won't time. have heard. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've missed us. Oh, a hole. There was a, probably a hole in some people's hearts. Yeah, exactly. Because this is our first back since, since the infamous uh, live shows. <laughs> Were they infamous? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, the famous live show sounds better, doesn't it? Yeah. The famous live shows. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, that was the last the last time that um, Mrs. Baker and Wright were together in a, in a podcasting sense. Um, the live shows that we recorded as part of the uh, 2015 New Zealand Fringe Festival, mm-hmm. uh, and we were we, we 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 were enjoying ourselves greatly, weren't we? Yeah. How how do you think those went? Just between us well... and everyone listening. I, th- I thought they were okay. Um, I, I had fe- okay, I, ladies and gentlemen. No, they were great. They were great. Yeah, I had feedback from a listener that they were that someone who came and was in the audience that said they were a bit awkward to watch, but surprisingly good to listen to. A bit awkward to watch. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's the fine. second one. Okay. It yep. was Johnny. Johnny said that. Okay, but good to listen to. Mm, that's like, the main like thing. It worked well. As a as a podcast, it's a well, it is a podcast. It, yeah. It's purest form. I'm mm. happy with that. And we gave away a prize. We did. Someone actually took it. Yes, someone time, someone took the prize that yeah. we offered. It was um, if you didn't come along or listen to the live shows, the prize we offered was my old DVD player with a remote and no batteries. Wow! So that was that was the prize, and someone couldn't wait to take that home with them. So that was fun, and we did impressions. We had guests. It was a rollicking good time, okay. and it was such a success, Jared, that we have not entirely ruled out doing more live <laughs> no, shows in the no, future. No. Oh yeah, I thought I think that would be. Um It'll be quite a good time. We just we just need to schedule it in. We do, we do. So Thank we'll we'll certainly keep you, the listener, uh, abreast of our plans yeah, to, now, to do further live shows. Now the comedy festival is done and dusted. I'm gonna ah the comedy festival. A little bit more time of late. So we we both had uh, shows or involvement in shows in the comedy festival. Yes, good festival for you. Where does it rank in your festivals? You've done uh, a few now. I didn't see as much as I would have liked to. No. Um, I uh, my wife was 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 away for a good portion of it, so so um, I was lads. So yeah, lads weekend sole, week. sole parent. Oh, that too. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that that um, that restricted my movements a, li- a little bit, and then uh, and then a lot of time working on my on my show, which was uh, terrible ideas, uh, which was a panel show um, mm. that you were going to be in, but then. No, I wasn't. I wasn't in it, but it's not through any anything of my doing. I just it, the scheduling did not work out for me. I got sent away mm-hmm. uh, for work at the last minute. Yeah. Um, to Auckland, and I, let me just tell you, Jared, I had a great time. From the sounds of it, the show you had a great time. <laughs> I did. So everyone had a great time, and I was not missed. The show was did not suffer as a result of me not being in it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, there were a couple of guests that would have been good to you know <laughs> get rid of and just put in some. You know, helicopter in some some top notch talent such as yourself. Oh, you, look, you flatter me. Hey. You flatter me. And if you are one of those yeah. guests listening, yeah, I, can apologize. I can only apologise. Only apologise on behalf of Jared. It's been very rude to me. Um, I was in a show as well called Tag Team Comedy. I was a captain. Yep. On that. Um, so, what it is basically, it's two teams of three with a moderator, yep. and, and we sort of just go at it and tag each other in and out, doing stand up, finishing it as a joke, stomping on punchlines, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so that happened. Uh, I was two nil up in the because each team the, the winner is decided each night by the by the crowd by the the classic applause meter. I was two nil up, uh, but then but then the last two I I did not win. Oh, so two two it finished. This is was it is all like tag team. So it was it was it actually all prearranged like like with wrestling? No, no, it was completely off the cuff. It was like okay. it was like Olympic style wrestling, like uh, Roman at Greco. Least, at least Greco if, it, if it was prearranged, you weren't. 
party to it. So, well, <laughs> so, exactly. so your reaction looked real. Yeah. I mean, I would be very surprised if, if it was prearranged and I, as a team captain, wasn't informed. It would have been prearranged in the mind of the creator, Brad Zimmerman, it's, only. Exactly. It's po- it's possible <laughs> that Brad Zimmerman is this mastermind, manipulative mastermind. I'll stop you there. It's not. So, <laughs> no? Um, no, I don't. I don't, he, I don't, I don't think. I don't think Brad's a mastermind. He, he I think told everyone in the crowd which way to vote, and um, I'd be stunned. I'd be stunned if he did. Um, we had a we had our share of drunken punters. Mm-hmm. Now let me just ask you this: I hate to put you in an awkward position so early on. Hello. One drunken punter um, accused me of having big ears, and another one accused me of having a square head. Do, do you think I have either of those things? Uh, I'll take my I'll take my cans yeah, off. Let me sh- show you show the ears. So I've just taken uh, my headphones off. Any? I wouldn't say they're especially. Well, I was hoping for maybe a slightly more conviction. No, those are tiny ears. No, 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 no. Again, I don't, I don't want tiny ears either. Just average. <laughs> little, little wee ratties. Okay, we'll take <laughs> it again. In the edit, in the edit, yeah. I'll just ask you the question and then you come back with you've got lovely normal sized ears. You've got lovely normal sized ears. You in no way look like a Ferengi from Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> Good. Is that Good last? answer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so natural as well. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, and I did a couple of other things and saw a few shows. I saw a few Billy T shows. Yeah, I saw only saw two actually. I saw Nick Sampson, uh, and I saw Matt Stellingworth. And I, I so you didn't both. you didn't see Hamish's? Didn't see the winner. No, gutted about that. But um, such is life. Did you manage to get along to Hamish? Uh, no, I didn't. I, okay, I saw so very very little. I the I, I think one of the only shows I saw was um, Force Norman, uh, Reese Matthewson and Nick Gibbs. Mm, show. Heard, heard only good things. Yeah, it was it was a it was a hell of a good time. Good, I'm, really I'm pleased to hear it. Um, Reese damaged the shit out of himself every night. <laughs> he damaged the... He injured they, they, himself. There were a lot of fight scenes and a lot of character changes and things like that, and he just had this growing bruise on one thigh from... you know. Okay. So people suffer for their art, don't they? Absolutely. Um, I, and I choose not to. But um, <laughs> whilst we're on the topic of Hamish Parkinson, who of course took out the Billy T Award, joining the ranks of... Jared Baker, for example. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that guy. Well, just just congratulations to. I just wanted an excuse to shoehorn in another mention of the fact that you've won the Billy T Award. Yeah, it's quite a long time ago now. I know, but you know, eight years. All I'll say is that Karori Fish and Chips still has a sign on the window saying "Best Fish and Chips in Town, 1997." <laughs> so, <laughs> cling on to those glories. Cling on to them. Oh, does it? I must. I've got to. I've got to push it harder than this. This. This award. Absolutely. So, Jared. For people just joining us, we have had in the in the in the off season, we've had a complete segment refresh. We've we have. we've taken the broom to the show. We've swept out the crap, swept out the the, the junk, the driftwood, and we've refreshed the the lineup, haven't yeah. we? We've got to keep our interest up. So shall we? Shall we run through what we've got on offer? We will. We will. So in episode one. So coming up in tonight's show, uh, we've got newsmakers. That's something we've that's kept. That's Obviously, always that's, coming that's, back. That's, newsmakers. That's where we talk about. People who have the made news. the news, but we'll, yep. we'll get to that in a minute. We've also, Jared, we've got uh, you. No, we've got me after that. Yes, yes. We've got On This Day, <clears throat> which is a new segment where I'll tell you some interesting facts about things mm-hmm. that happened on this very day in yep. history. And uh, one of them is... One of them's made up. One of them's made up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to guess which one. Yep. But uh, that should be a good time. And after that, of course... Baker's Bedtime Story. That's where I I tell I tell a bedtime story. It may have a moral. Um uh, hopefully it has a moral, and 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 Adam can guess. Adam, it's Adam's job to guess that moral, yeah, or decide what the moral is. In some cases, I'm sure. Um, that's going to be followed by the hunt for Wellington's burgeriest burger. I mean, with the <laughs> this is the follow up to our to our, co- our our highly popular coffee <laughs> uh, review segment. I can only imagine that the places we reviewed um, all saw a massive increase in business Absolutely. after we, we went and previewed their coffees. Yeah, Nespresso's <laughs> selling Nespresso pods out the door. That's incredible. So yeah, the hunt for um, Wellington's burgeriest burger. Solid name, solid segment. We're going to be going around Wellington eating which, a bunch of burgers. Which burger is the most burgery? And if it's successful, then maybe next season, because this one, this one, we we should be specific. We're doing beef burgers. You know, yeah, like we'll, cheese we'll, burgers. yeah, we'll go and try and look for like the basic sort of beef and cheeseburger that places offer. And maybe next season we'll do we'll do a chicken burger, which we'll, we'll, we'll Ooh, talk, don't get, we'll talk, don't we'll get the people this. too excited we'll about this <laughs> so early, which I I would argue is a chicken sandwich, but you know, not not a, not a bad thing. Uh, then, well, we've combined two of our most popular segments ever. Jared, uh, we've we've melded together inside the voice actors studio with yes. the big quiz to make inside the voice actors studio quiz, <laughs> which, which is where we pick an impression ourselves this season, mm. uh, do the and impression, the other- and the other person has to guess. Yeah, and there'll be points awarded. 
This could be, based on our previous impressions, this could be a difficult one. I, I'm confident in my ability, so yep. speak, for, okay. speak cool. for yourself. Okay. Uh, yep. And then lastly, of course, a bit of science on the show. A bit of science is good to have. Mm-hmm. A, a segment that we're calling The Experiments. The Experiments. It's pretty much like that um, that TV show with Richard Hammond. Or the TV show with Darren Brown called The Experiments. Yeah. Or any other science show. Richard Hammond one. Richard Hammond got pla- replaced by Vic Reeves, I think. On Did the, he? On that one. Oh, Brainiac. Yeah. Okay. Well, Richard Hammond was in Brainiac, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So Vic Reeves now. <coughs> different, okay. Different tenor to the show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's we it. have we have neither of those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We we just got we got two better people. It's us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You say us. that either of us are better than Richard Hammond and Vic Reeves. Well, better than Richard Hammond. Um, All right, so <laughs> shall we shall we kick into the show proper? Let's do it. Okay. With Newsmakers. Jared, it's time for Newsmakers. They're the people who make the news. They are indeed. They are indeed, Jared. Who's going to go first? Uh, be my guest. Go on. Okay. Okay, okay here we go. Jared. <clears throat> newsmakers. Badger learns to play the trumpet. Of course he does. How good does that sound? It's very good. Yeah, it would is be it? good. I've made that up. Um, I just wanted a, like a real impact to start yeah. the show. There is actually no badger that I'm aware of that can play the trumpet. But um, I'm gutted. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But uh, don't worry. I, I do have, obviously, um, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, I do have a news story, and it is Mysterious Giant Squid Stumps Expert. Yar. Oh, is that the one that was fished up? Uh, well, listen and find out, Jared. A huge squid has been hooked by a fisherman off the Auckland coast, but exactly what the creature of the deep was remains a mystery, despite the fact they've just said it was a squid. Uh, a group of fishermen were fishing, it says here, funny that, earlier in May off the Manukau Harbour on a boat owned by Aucklander Peter Jackson. Don't know if it's the Peter Jackson, not sure. Aucklander Peter Jackson uh, when one of them a giveaway there. One of them snared the unlikely catch. Hunting for swordfish, the friend, Noodle... Noodle is the fisherman's name. Uh, initially thought he'd struck it lucky, but then um, we saw the colour of it and thought, this is a quote from Noodle here, holy shit, it's a squid. It was about two <laughs> minutes long. Holy shit, it's a squid. Yeah, so that's, that's really the news story, yeah. is that a large squid was fished up, and the headline they've gone with is, Mysterious Giant Squid Stumps Experts. Now, I don't know who the experts are. I don't know if I... the experts are Peter Jackson and his friend Noodle. Isn't the stumping? They're the, the not sure which species of squid it was. Like it's oh, like, who gives a fuck? To be honest, was it a giant squid? Was it a colossal squid? Well, we can rule was it a colossal. Was it a pretty big squid? Yeah. Was it? <laughs> Is that a, a species? mega squid? Yeah. What, what? What? Can you rank for me the species of squid in order of size? Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, colossal obviously is the biggest. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, giant. Why have you started at the biggest? Just yeah, we're just going down. Okay, yep. So, descending order. Yeah. Yep. So giant Colossal, giant. So but in between yep. in between giant and colossal, because <laughs> giant is, you know, it's is a certain colossal is, is a lot bigger. Yeah. Mega, obviously, goes in there. <laughs> Mega squid is between giant and colossal. You jump below, around a bit. Yeah. Below giant yeah. is pretty big squid. Pretty big squid. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Then medium squid. <laughs> the is, medium um, squid. Medi- the medium squid. Then um, uh, underneath medium squid is uh, slightly smaller squid and then <laughs> dainty squid at the bottom. Dainty squid. Yeah. Oh, not, mi- oh, and then miniature squid. Miniature squid. Yeah. I've not heard of many of those, Jared, but thank you for yeah, clearing that up for that's, me. That's it. Those are, the, those are <laughs> all of the types of squid. Most of the ones you usually eat are dainty or miniature. Okay. That's where you get squid rings. Very good. Yep. Excellent. Right, let's let's see what you've got in store for us in the news. Okay. Um, did, mine is alcohol delivery service vows to be back in business soon. <laughs> oh, yes, you, these people. Yeah, you um, well, you saw that, that like launch last week. Yeah, it was it called Quenched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought it was a, gr- a, gr- a great idea, but of course, as soon as it got in the media, there were there were all all of these naysayers saying it's going to... Um, it's going to encourage problem drinking and all all all, all that sort of stuff. And yep. essentially, um, as far as I could see, hounded out of business. <laughs> you know, yep. let's 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 consult a whole lot of um a, 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 a lot of doctors and say, you know, give us your worst case scenario. And they did. And yep. they went, that's definitely going to happen. The worst case scenario is going to happen. These response, you know, 
when I'm in favour of giving people the benefit of the doubt. You, know, you are you are in favour of giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like okay, yep. Because uh, the service doesn't sound terrible. No, and in a, in a lot of cases, you you're talking about like if like if you actually looked at their at their offering, what they were selling was what were they selling? I, I don't know. I'm not aware. Well, it wasn't cheap shit for the most part. Oh, okay. So in terms, so it wasn't in terms like of sort of like thirty a thirty pack of line brand cans. Yeah, in terms of people loading up on on you know. Of course, there's going to be the possibility for problem drinking, but then they they also have a responsibility as a licensee yes. to not sell to oh, to drunk people. And we all we all know that responsibility is taken very seriously by the pubs and clubs around Wellington. Exactly. So why <laughs> why lean harder on this delivery service? Who, because they the, were young people. Jared. At the very least, are going to be leaving people in the privacy of their own home mm. to vomit. Um, <laughs> then you know. Than leaning on the people who are who are doing it on Courtney Place, a conundrum for the ages. So quenched, yeah. launched, and then unlaunched, and now has vowed to be back. Yeah, it's not the first though. There's been other um, delivery services. I remember, uh, I can't really remember what it was called, but there was one that that delivered like it was mostly booze, but it delivered all sorts of other shit. Yeah, um, like including, you know, if you were drunk, you could ring up and go, um, yeah, I need. Some beers, some more beers. We're running out of beers, and uh, some chips, and um, some cigarettes, and like do the cigars, yeah. an AK forty-seven, oh, yeah, um, <laughs> and, that, and that thing. never used it because it was. I think you know they had a, like anything. They've got a delivery fee, so it's it's and and like with this service, their their prices are you know it costs more than if you were going to go to the supermarket to get it, yeah. Um, because of course it does. It's being brought to your door. Um, yeah, I, I I was quite amused with that. I didn't I didn't see a huge problem with it. Right. What do you What do you think? Are you in, are you are you, are you pro? Uh, oh, look at delivery. I don't know. Just generally, I think um, in business. Sorry, I've just got a Snapchat. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, generally, I think in business, I I am in favour of letting something succeed or fail on its own merits. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they're not doing anything illegal, as long as they're not hurting anyone else, then yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's my opinion on the matter. Uh, is it a good Snapchat? Is it? A- I haven't. I'm not. I haven't. I've got some respect for the podcast, Jared. I'm, I'm not going to check it. Just is it a nude? Yeah. Well, I don't know yet. Don't know. Okay. We will find out. Well, you can show me later. I won't be showing you if it okay. is. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> anyway, posting your nudes doesn't it? doesn't matter. Let's okay. go on with the news. <laughs> We're here to discuss the news and the news alone. Uh, my next one. Do you want to hear how to play the Charlie Charlie challenge? Or do you want to hear killer robots leave humans defenseless? I reckon I know what you're going to choose, but uh, let's see. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quite keen on, on, on killer robots because I think I've, I've heard about the Charlie Charlie one. That's the, that's the, the Mexican um, ghost. Yeah, a Mexican called Charlie, apparently. Yeah. Or a demon. <laughs> a Mexican demon. I was a Mexican child. Anyway, anyway. you've chosen k- killer robots will leave yeah. humans utterly defenseless, warns mm. Professor. Oh. Well, if a professor's warned, well, then I'm... Uh, the image they've gone with uh, is an image of um, the Rise of the Machines from the Terminator films. Of course they have. Uh, robots called LAWS, Laws, mm-hmm. Lethal Autonomous Weapon Systems, will be able to kill without human intervention. Killer robots are being developed by the US military. They will leave humans utterly defenseless and academic has warmed. Two programs commissioned by the US Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, you'll be familiar with yes, them, won't yep. you? Uh, seeking to create drones which can track and kill targets even when out of contact with their handlers. Um, the professor's name is Stuart Russell. He's a professor of computer science at uh, the University of Berkeley, California. Uh, and the research could breach the Geneva Convention and leave humanity in the hands of amoral machines. So something to look forward to there, people? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Robots well, are terrifying, though. Like, have you have you seen the one that's like a, I think like, it may have a dog's name and it was designed to, um, carry not that not that, not that dog that barks and then um flips over. No, <laughs> is that similar? similar. <laughs> um, I should, I'll look I'll look it up. I'll, I'll show I'll, afterwards. I'll, I'll see if I can find it and show you. But it's it's a four legged robot and it was a, I believe designed to um to walk to get wounded soldiers out of out of battle. Okay. And it's the creepiest fucking thing. Like it walks, and it's just like, oh god, that is just like you know, uncanny valley sort of uh, sort of stuff. When, yeah. when it's when just, it's like just a bit unnatural and weird. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, what's what's your what's your final okay, news story? Final, my final news story um, that uh, it's quite appealed to me, uh, and you may you, you may have heard this as, as well. Wasp found in Whitaker's honey chocolate. Yes, I have heard about this. Yeah, um, of course, it's like the, this is this is their new massive viral sensation as the as the new Whitaker's artisan chocolate, which I'm sure is quite similar to their other chocolate, but with. Um, <laughs> Fancier, well, fancier ingredients such know. as wasp yeah and yeah. so all of all of all of the genuine artisan handmade chocolate makers are going fuck you <laughs> 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 but, but at least we don't have wasps in our chocolate um and do, do, i mean do you you read the story i saw i always was the picture the the photo with that it's perfect it's a perfectly submerged this i mean if you haven't heard is it, whitaker's artisan chocolate this there their nelson pear and manuka honey flavored bar and the um this guy had bought the cho- bought the chocolate to enjoy with his wife oh that's the worst out. isn't it yeah he but he was sneaking a piece Oh, oh, here we go. They hadn't got into this one yet, and he pulled it out and found this perfectly sort of half-submerged wasp, which is better than if it had been completely inside and he discovered half a wasp. That is. That is better, indeed. Um, Just to update the listener, Mm -hmm. if you've heard a lot of rustling or shaking during this uh, thing, I'm wearing wearing a big, thick jacket because it's freezing cold, and I'm sorry for the rustling noise you may have heard. I'm going to now... Are you warm enough? I'm going to brave it. Brave the elements. Speaking of suffering for our art, yeah, do you need a blankie? I don't. I don't need a blanket, Jared, or a blankie, <laughs> as, as you put it. I'm, or let me just, or a, okay, I think we have a slanket. What's a slanket? Is that a blanket with sleeves? Yep. I I thought that was called a snuggie. Snuggie. I thought that was called a snuggie. Yeah, if, that's if you get the branded one. Yeah. Well, oh, so you've got a non a non branded <laughs> slanket. Yeah, we got the, the illicit. It's fine. Black yeah, market slanket. We downloaded it. Um, <laughs> All right, so that's that's that newsmakers. Yes, I think that is very good. All right, uh, it's time for our brand new segment now, Jared, and uh, there's going to be a jingle for it. It's going to be we're going to go on this day. Yeah, yeah, do, uh, something do like that. backing music or something. We'll come up with some cool backing music. Can we just put that in in the edit? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the no, no, we, no, we, we'll just we'll just you know we'll figure it out now. How how will the music go? Uh, okay, I'll do on this day again, and you do the music. So start with the music, and I'll come in with on the stay over the top. We go. Um, <laughs> we go like, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened on this day. There we go. It's good. <laughs> We've done it. Yeah. That's the jingle now. Tell me what happened on this day. It sucks. Okay. I've been watching uh, too much children's television. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's that's good. Okay. So so I'm going to give you three on this days. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily in date order, but. Yep. they may be uh, and you're going to have to tell me which thing did not actually happen on this day yep or is or is a fabrication are you ready mm-hmm. <clears throat> alright Jared on this day Thursday the 28th of May in 1937 the Golden Gate Bridge opens after a five year construction which 11 men died on whilst making okay well I don't know if it happened on this day but that okay. is a thing that happened because it's well, a Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, well, yeah. we know that at some yeah. point it opened. Um, yeah. On this day, Thursday, the 28th of May, 1959, two monkeys named Abel and Baker <laughs> survived a space mission. Uh, spokesman for NASA said the monkeys returned to Earth in perfect condition. I don't know if they left in perfect condition mm-hmm. they were made better by the trip to space or whether they just came back as they left, but... Two monkeys, Abel and Baker, survived a space mission. Okay. Uh, on this day, Thursday the 28th of May in 2004, New Zealand band 28 May released their debut album Mayday with the lead single <laughs> Stone of Truth. So which, Jared, of those is either incorrect or untrue? I think I think the third one is incorrect or untrue because the band's called 48 May. <laughs> <laughs> I should not have... I should not have... I should not have done this. Um, <laughs> I should not have gone with a made-up music one to a very musical man, um, especially if someone active in the New Zealand music scene. Yes. That was, uh, in retrospect, a rookie era. A rookie era. So well I was, done. I was leaning towards the monkeys. I was like, I was surprised that we'd sent any animals into space and got them back. And that but, one of them had your last name. Yeah. I mean, that was his well, first name, presumably. Baker. Probably my dad. Baker um, the monkey. Um, yeah. So, 
correct the New Zealand bands is, was 48 May I don't know what their album was called but I thought May Day would be a funny <laughs> yep, name uh, and I, to the best of my knowledge there's no single called Stone of Truth uh, from them it'd be it's a great name for a single it's gonna be the first single of my new album excellent well there we go that's uh, that's on this day that's how we play that and we look forward to many more installments of that in the future okay so we're on to Baker's Bedtime Story that's where I I I read a story now this this one um, I it's something I, I, sh- I shared at Terrible Ideas, but it's, it's good enough that I, I think we'll do, we'll do, we'll do it again. There we go, recycling a, material. A segment of um, my um, upcoming uh, paranormal romance novel <laughs> that I wrote under, under yeah. my pseudonym. I was originally, as I explained at Terrible Ideas, um, going to write a romance novel um, with my cousin. Let's not get into that. Um, but our pseudonym uh, was Lorraine Lombert, both of our middle names. Um, and this is... I've I've written this. She hasn't contributed to this. Just be clear. Uh, just this is, and uh, this this is a segment of the novel called "The Blood We Share," paranormal romance. <clears throat> this is sorry. This is a bedtime story. Yeah, paranormal romance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bedtime story. Roberto and Cassia lay next to each other, legs intertwined, Jesus. in Roberto's expansive four-poster bed. It's expensive, not expensive. Um, although I, I assume it was both. Pillows and bedding were strewn everywhere. The telltale signs of the energetic lovemaking they had just enjoyed. Sweat beaded the two of them. Sorry, sorry. This is a bedtime story. This is perfect. For whom? Adults. Go on. <laughs> Sweat beaded the two of them like the sweet morning dew you might find on a newly opened flower on a bracing spring morning in the Scottish Highlands. Cassia leaned over and ran a hand down Roberto's mighty torso, lingering on his perfectly defined abdominal muscles. Thank you, she whispered. Surely it is I who should be thanking you, he responded with a mischievous grin. No, I insist. Thank you, Cassia said playfully. Seriously, though, thank you, said Roberto. Let's just agree to both be thankful, said Cassia, and they both laughed heartily. If you really want to thank me, said Roberto, there is one thing you can do for me. Anything, said Cassia, just name it. Looking deep into Cassia's eyes, Roberto reached under his pillow and withdrew the object which lay beneath. He pressed it into Cassia's hand, and she looked down to discover an exquisitely carved and wickedly sharp wooden stake. If you truly love me, said Roberto, you must kill me. What? exclaimed Cassia. No. This is heavy stuff. I, I can't. You must take the stake and drive it into my heart. It's the only way we can keep you safe. But, began Cassia, there is no but, said Roberto. You've always known of my vampiric nature, and I've always known it must come to this. Either you kill, <laughs> Either you kill me, or my lust for blood will eventually lead me to, to do something terrible. But we've been fine so far. Yes, so far. My love for you has kept my hunger in check, but I fear I cannot keep my baser desires bottled up for much longer. Is there much more to go? Yeah, it's just a little bit. It's just the... Now our path, our only path, is for you to use the stake to penetrate my chest, much like I penetrated you only moments ago. For sake! Tears began to roll down Cassia's cheeks. The two lovers held each other one last time, then Roberto lay back on the bed, exposing his thickly furred torso. Farewell, my love, he whispered. Goodbye, my darling, she replied. Then in one swift motion, she lifted the stake high above her head, then brought it down to drive into Roberto's chest. Ow! (laughs) That's the best bit. (laughs) Oh, God, what have I done? asked Cassia. A little to the left, he croaked. Ow! Cassia pulled the stake out of Roberto's chest wound and stabbed him again. Ow! He screamed. This is horrific. My left. I meant my left. Once more, Cassia retrieved the stake, and once more she plunged it into the approximate location of Roberto's heart. Ow! He screamed again. And then no one still. screams ow in this yeah, step. It does. It's, I, I'm probably not the best person to act it, but it's, you know, it'll be. <laughs> and then he was still sobbing. Cassia gave her lover one final kiss, then slowly drew the sheets over his head. She knew in her heart of hearts that she'd never love again. It was time to leave, time to return to her old life. It was time to go home. Hello, said Roberto, appearing suddenly in front of her. But, but I killed you, exclaimed Cassia. At least, I thought I did. Oh yeah, you definitely killed me. I'm a ghost now, said Roberto. You're not a vampire anymore, she asked. No, just a regular old ghost. This is the best news, Cassia beamed. Just the best. Now we can be together forever. I love you, Cassia. I love you, Roberto. The end. 
That was honestly horrendous. Oh, I'm really disappointed that you didn't like it. <laughs> um, I mean, where to begin? Wow. Um, what do you think the moral was? <laughs> <laughs> don't go out with a vampire? I don't know. Um, it's, a, it's a good moral. That is a, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, love, love will... The heart wants what it wants, I suppose. Yeah, learn where the heart is. That's another good moral. Yep. Um, God, it's so rich in sort of moral and story and layers, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yep. So, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to say that the moral of that story was don't ever have sex. You nailed it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the moral of every paranormal romance. Great. Okay. Yep. Good. I'm very pleased to hear it, Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That, whew, there it was. That was uh, that was Baker's bedtime story yeah. for that, adults, the next, apparently. The next one will be more bedtimey, I promise. I mean, that was very bedtime. It was set yeah. in a bed. Yeah. It's just that there was um, sex, vampires, and No sex stabbing. actually happened, though. It was just... Well, suggested. there was a line in there about penetration, wasn't there? Yeah. So. Well, referring to previous penetration. I'm honestly... <laughs> <laughs> taken aback was it a little bit sexy for you is it oh it's not the word i would have gone with Jared. um but sure uh anyway okay. yep. jesus right so what are we what are, what are, what are we on to now we're on to we're on to the burger ah good now we've good. whetted your appetite yeah <clears throat> right so <laughs> i'm so sorry that's okay that's all right um Look, if, you've, if you're still with us, uh, the segment is The Hunt for Wellington's Burgeriest Burger, uh, as we talked about at the top of the show. Uh, we're going to go around Wellington sampling a, a, a range of sort of the, the most basic sort of beef and cheese burger or beef and cheese style burger they're offering there. And we're going to grade it based on a few things. Uh, taste, appearance, value, burgeriness, which mm-hmm. is almost like an X factor. So, yep. um, chips, because yep. most burgers are coming with chips and the bun. And we'll give that a total out of 60. Uh, and then at the end of the season, we'll find out who has Wellington's burgeriest burger. Yeah, exactly. So today, Jared, we met for lunch uh, at the Rogan Vagabond, Vagabond, which is a craft beer bar in Wellington. No, that was so. The, the, you suggested that had you had uh, you hadn't been there before. No, but you had an inkling. Had someone recommended their burgers to you? Yes, someone at work told me they had a deal on. Right for a burger and a, and a pint. So it was about the deal more than the about the um. About the quality when you absolutely, I had no yep. no idea going into it what to expect. Um, so we went there. And we had their offering, which was the rogue cheeseburger on sourdough bun with fries, um, and the deal was twenty dollars for that uh, and a pint of, of, of beer of tap beer. Mm. And um, it was a it was a pretty impressive start to this whole. I've got to say, Jared. I mean, as I said to you at the time when I took my first bite, mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm, I realize I may be calling it early, jumping the gun, whatever you want to call it, but this is. Bite number one on a six-week trek for the best burger. I said, I don't think we'll be bettering this. Mm-hmm. It'd be, I think it'll be. I think it'll be difficult. Yeah, um, we've we've gone in strong. So, it, like, it, it looked and smelled great. It arrived pretty quickly. Like, it was yep. great. the the service the service was great. Superb. We were pretty much bullied into having a beer with it. Um. Well, hang on. What do you mean by me? Or- no, no. When we when we when we arrived, we said, oh, um, he said, is it beer o'clock? And we, went oh, burger, right. and we went burger o'clock. And he went, you know what goes well with a burger? Beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose, you know, what do you expect from a craft beer bar? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, we went and we had this. We sat down on what I'm going to say were the bounciest chairs I've ever sat on in my mm-hmm. life. So that was yeah. a weird experience. Mark it was like sitting there. on a moon hopper. <laughs> um, uh, and there was a band arriving to do a sound check at the same time, which is the sort yeah. of ambience I like with my lunch. Exactly. I was, um, uh, they were sitting up. We were, there weren't many other customers. Of, was, of the instruments that we saw in that sound check, how yep. many of those could you play? There was like a guitar, a saxophone, a guitar, and some drums. Can you play all of those? No. No. And just pretty much the things with keyboards. Okay. Not really. I could, I could pluck at a guitar, but I'm not. But it's not. It's not my forte. I've seen you play guitar, haven't I? Mm. In your show. No, ukulele probably. Same thing. <laughs> anyway, we're getting we're getting off track. Yes. Um, all right. So we should we move on to the scoring of our of our rogue cheeseburger on sourdough bun with fries. Yes, indeed. Uh, so taste. First up, I went with eight. I went with nine. Huge scores for the Huge first scores. up. Huge scores. Yeah. Really great burger, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, appearance. I went with eight again. As did I. Mm-hmm. Uh, value. I went with nine. 
You thought this was exceptional value? I thought it was pretty great value. I oh, thought because it was because the burger itself without the beer was going to be twelve bucks. Okay, right. I went with eight. I thought it was yeah. good value, very good mm-hmm. value, but uh, you know maybe a little bit of room to sharpen that pencil. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's that's acceptable. Burgeriness. The, the the old the old expecto. I went with eight on that. Okay, I went uh, with more, nine. More not not that I want to diminish it, but I just want to leave room. Yeah, yeah. Because what Fair if enough. what if we what if I gave it a ten, and then we found something better. Well, you could have given it a nine in that case. What as if I, I did? found two things that were better? <laughs> well, you could have given both of those things tens. Yeah. It's, it's, it's anyway. <laughs> hard road finding the perfect ten. Yeah. Uh, chips? Oh, chips. I was not a fan of the chips, generally no, speaking. Six. I went with six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with them, but they were know, just, they were just bog standard fries, chips. Right? Yeah. Pretty much. That had well, been deep fried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were, yeah, they were just like, I don't know, Watties or Mr. Chips or McCain's yeah, or whatever. They seemed know. like they were out of a bag, right? Yeah. Uh, bun I went with 8 7 for me uh, you know a good bun mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with it but um, hard, really hard to please me with a bun yeah. well, I, <laughs> as I, the old saying goes I, I enjoyed it and I, I was like I always appreciate when it's not like a you know supermarket yeah, yeah, yeah. tip top sort of yeah absolutely which yeah. is which is fine for, for you know if you're at a barbecue or something like that but when you're having a $12 burger and chips at a craft beer bar you want yeah I want a nice bun yeah, of preferably sort of you know a purpose baked burger bun, burger. Uh, anyway, so when we did the hunt for Wellington's wankiest coffee, you were notorious for never totaling up your scores. Have you rectified that? I bloody have. <laughs> yeah. Good to hear. Yeah. I'm good to hear that you bloody have. Uh, yeah. So I go at a total of forty-seven out of sixty. That's that's the same number as 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 I have. Good. God, <laughs> that's so on aggregate. That's forty-seven out of sixty. Yeah, exactly. Marvelous. Okay, so a strong start for the Rogan Vagamond. Mm. Any uh, any any closing comments from you? Closing comments. Well, don't overthink it. No, I I, I think chips would chips would have made it. You know, yeah. yeah. Having having really solid chips would have would have made it. Now some of, some of the places we're going to go to might not come with chips. We might have to order them as a side or something like that. Mm. So just be warned. Wellington's Burger Places. <laughs> if you're listening. Be warned. What if we do a negative... What if we go to Ekham, yeah, which we're planning to do, mm-hmm. and we get a burger and it's not very good and we trash it and he personally attacks us in the media? What's he going to do? Well, he'll just go on a swear-filled rant. Because <laughs> that's never been done before. <laughs> that, I, I can only see this being good for our profile. Okay. <laughs> good, good, good point. Good point. Yep. Uh, my closing notes would be on the Rogan Vagabond uh, hadn't been there before pleasantly surprised really great burger go and check mm. it out uh, 20 bucks for a pint and a burger and fries really good value um, and also seemed very dog friendly just before you got there you missed mm. three dogs and there were three lovely dogs as well well it is yeah they, they have um, like a, a a bar dog I obviously what? wasn't there at the moment but the, they have like a I think an English bulldog or or, oh, okay. um, or, or something like that who, who lives there and if you go to their website it's his bloody face you can see as, the, as sort of the background image on their website Okay. So, oh, so, so yeah. Oh, okay, it's a thing. Dogs there quite a lot. Yeah, I've 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 been there a few times, but never had their burger. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. All right. Okay. That was the that was the uh, hunt for Wellington's burgeriest burger. It's time to move on to a segment that Wolf. I know you've been looking forward to, Jared. Certainly have been. And so have I. <laughs> uh, it's inside the voice actors studio quiz. Do you want to give us that title in your special voice? Your special voice, Jared. It's time to go inside the voice actors studio. Quiz. <laughs> really good moment of suspense yeah. building, there, you showman. Uh, all right, this is where we each do an impression for the other to guess. Shall we? Um, shall we paper scissors rock to see who goes first? Okay. Okay. Well, we both did. No one can see this. We just, just silent. We, we just both just did paper. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. three. Oh, I've done scissors. Yeah. Jared's gone with paper again, so I've outthought so, him. Yep. Mental game. So I get to pick who goes first, and okay. I'll be picking you. Okay, I go first. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> This is not going to go well for me. Okay, yeah, here we go. I can't wait to guess this. If you'd seen the first uh, first show of ter- Terrible Ideas, um, <laughs> constantly guilt tripping yeah, me on that. Yeah. Exactly, you, you'd, you'd recognise it. But um, <clears throat> okay, so I got it. Okay, just just one line. This is only one line I can do. Okay. I have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Yeah, that's my impression. Well, so. the only person 
I know so that was Neil Young <laughs> and it didn't it, it's a Neil Young quote I know a film okay um jeez <laughs> It's just so gravelly. It sounded like that character we did from that radio play that we did that was that was terrible. <laughs> that that would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, not him. Okay. No. I don't know who that was okay, at all. It could the, be anyone. It was the Kurgan from the movie Highlander. The Kurgan? Mm, he sounds like that because he's had his because Sean Connery nearly cut his head off. Okay. But failed. And does he actually say that line? It's better to burn yeah. out than to fade away. Yeah, he okay. says it in the middle of a church. Right. In the middle of church? In the uh, middle of a church. In the middle of a church. Yeah. Okay. Okay, All right, so no points for me. No points. Um, here's here's mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just because I've scripted mine. Okay. <clears throat> Do I, are there any parts for me? Just no, just, no, no parts for you. It's yep. again, it's just a line. Hello, highly Mike Kiora, and welcome along to the show on this Thursday. It's John Campbell. T- <laughs> it, it, is, <laughs> it is indeed. Okay. I, I went with any quite an easy one. Yep. So one yep. one nil, mm-hmm. one nil to me. Um, I'm just going to do the Kurgan every week. <laughs> well, you'll be getting a lot of, a lot of points there. You've got no excuse. I'm just going to guess Neil no, Young every no single week. not knowing. <laughs> okay. In one week, I'll do Neil Young. Uh, uh, voice act the studio quiz. That was it. That was yeah. it. It's done. Uh, and that well, brings us on to nil. our last segment. Now, this is a brand new segment as well. Mm-hmm. Jared, do you want to intro it and uh, sort of tell us a little bit about it? Okay. This is The Experiments. Now, each week, Adam and I are presenting a hypothesis. Uh, like a, a, basically for a science experiment a thing that we think will happen and then we're going to test that uh, a quick experiment about, about it could be anything could be literally anything, anything. Every science week we're doing science every week every single week so scientific um, so Adam yes what was your experiment alright my experiment was called how cold is my downstairs that refers to, to your basement rather than your, my your downstairs my below the waist I, I, do you know what when I wrote this down I thought I bet Jared will make this somehow penis related as he always does every season <laughs> there's some sort of genitalia joke crowbarred in at an inopportune moment by so you I actually blame um, Radio Haraki for this because they have, <laughs> wow. a, they have an ongoing quiz on, on like the, brec- the breakfast on Radio Haraki yep. has this ongoing thing where they ask they they ask I think it's 10 questions yep. to people that they, they have on yep. and it's just everyone has to give yes or no answers no editorialising mm. and one of the questions is always do you shave your downstairs and okay, that's so that's ra- it's Radio Hauraki's fault that you've got a filthy yep. mind yep. okay um, so my so experiment is how cold how, is your, how cold is my downstairs now, in your now, house yeah 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 not so, your hi- <laughs> in my house hypothesis my downstairs is freezing my upstairs is comparatively warm I hypothesise that my downstairs is two times as cold as my upstairs. Two uh, times? Two times. Okay. Uh, so here we go. This is the method I used. This is the mm-hmm. method I used to, to scientifically test this out. Uh, I had two ice cubes on saucers, one upstairs sitting on the sofa, one downstairs. Uh, I didn't use any heating in, in any of the rooms. I did this experiment tonight. Uh, and I just had a single light on in each of the rooms, and I was well away, because I was upstairs when this experiment was going on, I was well away from the ice cube, so my body warmth could not possibly interfere. Uh, My plan was to check the ice cube every 15 minutes uh, and observe the level of meltedness of each ice cube, and I've just put here, remember, Jared, I am a stickler for accuracy. So here are my notes here. As you can see, I've written them down like a proper scientist. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got two columns, U and D, U for upstairs, D for downstairs. I began the experiment at 5.40 p.m., and and these are my results. At 5.40 p.m., obviously both ice cubes in each location were full, I put. 5.55, so each 15 minutes I do do a a check. Uh, The upstairs one had melted a little bit, and the downstairs one had melted a little bit less. 6.10, the upstairs ice cube had uh, melted a bit over a quarter, and the downstairs one had melted a bit less than a quarter. All right. Um, so already, mm-hmm. already the trend line on both these graphs is, is, is showing. Have you actually graphed it? No, okay. but, I, but I could do that. Yeah. Uh, 6.25, upstairs just over half, D, a quarter. So the gap opening up. 6.40, almost gone for the upstairs one. And downstairs, a half. Wow. Uh, I've got an asterisk beside that one. 
uh, the 640 reading. Uh, see, I went to make a cabanara tonight, and I got distracted, so I'm not actually quite sure when that reading was. It may have been a few minutes either side of 640. <laughs> yep, uh, approximately but, 640. But, but approximately 640. Yeah. 15 minutes later, 655, the upstairs was the tiniest bit left, mm-hmm. and the downstairs was just over half. Uh, then I had to call the experiment off. I had to call the experiment off early. At 7.02pm, the upstairs I observed, uh, Ice Cube had gone completely, had melted completely away, and the downstairs one was... A bit more than that, about 60% of written. Okay. So my findings of this uh, experiment was the experiment ran for 82 minutes. My findings were I should have let the other one run through completely so I could time the difference between full meltdown Mm -hmm. on each, but I didn't do that. I got impatient and chucked the other one away (laughs) near the end of the experiment once the top one had gone. Yep. Uh, uh, Conclude that my downstairs is roughly only 40% colder. Okay. Uh, the math's all there. It's all solid. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me any more questions on that. Did you? My other finding would be just use a thermometer next yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say, did you consider that at any point? <laughs> no. Okay. I did not. not. Not until it was too late. Anyway, that that, that is the, the, the findings of my experiment, number one. Okay. Well, my, my experiment, and I've gone with this one in part, you're going to say... Hey, this is something you were doing anyway, Jared. Uh, this is this is this is not science, and you'd be correct in a way. But um, good, my, a strong all start. Of, all of the important ways, um, but <laughs> but nevertheless, I think I think there's a there's a science element. In it. My hypothesis, and this this is an experiment that began at least seven years ago. But my, <laughs> my my hypothesis was before we even met. Wow. Okay. Yep. 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 So I just obviously knew. My hypothesis is that I'm going to stop using shampoo and soap and no one will notice. That's disgusting. <laughs> okay. You hypothesized this seven years ago. Seven years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, there is there, are, there is some, the- some theory behind it and that, uh, that shampoo and soap and things like that actually strip away the, the natural oils of the body, natural, natural some, bacteria. Some do, yeah. Coverage. Some some do, and um, that not actually, you know, not necessarily required, and, the, and, the, and that it becomes habit. It's necessary because it can um, because we continue to do it. Okay. And so seven years later, now I'm just gonna just sort of waft myself in your direction. Yeah. Can you can you, can you smell any of that? Can you? I'm just no no I can't wafting my no. There you go. Experiment done. Um, what was so? What was the method? <laughs> the method was I stopped using shampoo and soap. Apart from oh, except for my hands, I still use soap in my hands okay. from time to time. Grotty. Go on. Well, seven years ago you stopped. Yep. You haven't used, you haven't washed your body in seven years. I've washed it with water and a flannel. Just not with soap, right? And you've never you you've ever washed your hair in seven years with soap with shampoo? No, no detergent substance at all. No, for seven I, like, years for for a period of time it would it was occasionally so happening dark. at the at, at the at the um the hairdresser. So I so okay, I get my hair yeah. washed at the hairdresser. Sure, but I go to a barber now, and so nothing. Wow. And, uh, I'm and blown away. And I ha- and I have to say, my findings were for a period of time, um, the hair in particular was a bit difficult to deal with. It got a bit was was itchy, like three to four months. Oh god! It was yep. it was unpleasant. Yeah, I but bet. you got past I that bet. three to four months. Yeah, and it's fine. It's fine. You do reach this equilibrium, and are and are okay. Wow. That's all I can say to that. You're a true scientist. Have I struck you? Have I struck you as an especially filthy man? No. In fact, I I would I would have never have guessed. Mm-hmm. So you're you're correct. There you go. So, it does so. explain why whenever we meet up, I can smell shit. But <laughs> apart, apart from that, apart from that, no, that's just farting. <laughs> okay. Just, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. Um, okay. 
glad that I've also now committed to eating a meal with you once a week um, <laughs> for, the, for the next I, five that's weeks. That's all right. Wash, wash my hands. That's true, yeah. yeah okay, so. just never Okay. Never pass me any cutlery with, I don't know, your Foot. armpit or something like that. <laughs> that would be horrific. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's the podcast. That's, that's that segment done for the first week. Wow. Uh, we've all learned something today. We've all we gotten, certainly have. gotten to know each other a little bit better. Thanks for listening, if you have done. Um, Tune in next if week. You, if you're just coming back now. Um, Find out what gross thing Jared has done to his body. <laughs> um, no. Okay. Good. Wow. Sorry, I keep saying that, but um, yeah, I'm astounded by your dedication to your scientific research. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's almost like paleo for, for washing, isn't it? Yeah. And so it's very much like that. Yep. <laughs> um, just hate science. Do you use cologne? Uh, no. Okay. I use a deodorant. Okay. It's Not like a tea tree oil based thing. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Mm. Well, that is the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I suppose it's uh, it's now the segment that we we always write this down. We never really officially say so, but this is the outro. This is our yes. last chance to get anything off our chests or, or or promote any shows that either of us have got coming up. Jared, have you got anything to promote? Uh, not well. The one thing I've got to promote is um, I'm recording a live edition of Johnny Potts's Year of Reading Massively on June the sixteenth. Which is Bloomsday, and it's and it's happening on that day because uh, we're talking about James Joyce's book Ulysses, um, which all appears on one day, which is Bloomsday. So okay. that's June the sixteenth at bats at eight pm. Wow, get along to that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a podcast where Johnny Potts and a panel read a book over the. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a no, long period. We've, yeah, we've read the book beforehand and then we talk about it. <laughs> yes, obviously. <it's> not, <laughs> that would be a boring silent show. reading. It'd be a terrible for show. ages. Um, um, sounds exciting. What about yourself? Anything plug? Let me just check my diary. No, nothing. Nothing for nothing, me. Nothing, nothing at all. Up. The middle of a donut. <laughs> so that's... Donut holes, they on. sell those. At, um, Sorry? Dunkin' Donuts, they sell dunk donut holes. You know, They do. Yeah. They do indeed. Delicious. Yum yum. <laughs> anyway, well, that, that would be what I'd promote. Yeah. Go along, get some Dunkin' Donuts. See, see you next time. See you next time um, on Baker and Wright. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.